0: My wife will be like, "Hey, so like you said this thing, and it was like kind of off, and like it was kind of weird. Like, did you know you said it that way, or mm-hmm. did you know you said it like this?" And I'd be like, "Nope, had no idea, because I'm a lunkhead and I don't think about how I say things." So I related yeah. to that.
1: You may fire when ready. What exactly is it that they do? Kick names. And
2: here we go. Take out. Welcome to the podcast that gives you a fresh perspective on movies, comics, and pop culture. We aren't afraid to give you an honest take and won't pull any punches. This is Films in Black and White. Welcome to Films in Black and White, everybody. Hello, Hello. how are you all feeling this is gonna be our most educational episode yet (laughs) i am so excited for multiple reasons oh um marcus is gonna tell me and brian all about hip-hop harry which is something we just (laughs) heard about for the first time today not five minutes ago um we're also gonna dive into werewolf by night which is exciting and then we're gonna we're gonna puff, puff, pass it on over to Intergalactic because that is a hundred percent what is happening with this movie. Um, so we're gonna talk about that as well. So happy everybody can join us um, as we dissect and kind of talk through these things. Um, but before we do that, we gotta make sure everybody is thoroughly work welcomed and included and introduced. And so I want to kick it on to down to Brian Roush, aka Brian Bloodstone. Brian, hello. How you feeling? Feeling great, happy to be here.
0: Uh like coming off a really good like weekend, got a good high. Uh if you're watching our Patreon, by the way, join our Patreon. You can see our video stream every week. Um wearing my Vikings hoodie, uh and the Vikings won, And I I am a, I am a Minnesota Vikings football fan, but I have not been excited the past 2 years and I I'm at this point where I feel like I can be hopeful. So I'm coming back out. I'm putting myself back out there. It's it's a little mm-hmm. it's a little scary. Like I even had my kids watch the game with me. Oh, no, so Brian. it's Shit. it's getting serious, y'all. This relationship is getting serious again, and I just all I can think of is Hawkeye in end game in the rain just be like don't give me hope don't, don't do that hope. Like, don't give me hope and that's that's where i am uh roman Myers in the comment one of our patreon members <laughs> says yes well
2: you Yikes. know what Yikes.
0: i'm back i'm back baby i i was i'm back so we're vikings brian is back i'm a little nervous about it but okay. but we're here we're doing it so my weekend it was it was great we also had family photos that was good i guess um but you
2: know uh but yeah we're here we're doing it Brian, I just don't want you to get hurt again. Like I know what's, I know what's going to happen. Like I I, am going to
0: get hurt, but it's okay. I'm ready. I'm ready to be hurt again. Okay, all
1: right. I'm also ready for punishment. I'm a Pittsburgh fan, so I know exactly (laughs) where Brian is. We're going through our three quarterbacks still trying to figure it out. Just got our ass busted by the fucking Bills. but I, I mean, the Bills are good this year. The I, Bills are good, but also we're just, we, yeah. yeah. It's alright. Welcome it's to okay, Films though. in
0: Black and White uh, yeah, the football podcast. Well, well, Welcome to uh, Between
2: the Stakes. <laughs> between uh, the Lines. Between the lines. <laughs> uh, and let's make sure that we get a chance to chat with Marcus the Black in Men in Black, Destin, yeah. <laughs> uh,
1: aka yeah. Marcus J. Hey Destin. Yeah. Marcus, how you feeling? I feel so fucking good, y'all. Listen, I hopped on this podcast. We were doing a little pre-pro. I had a full sweat going on. Like, I had a, I was dripping in sweat because I just spent the last 45 minutes to an hour playing Will Smith videos, like Nod Your Head, Men in Black Music video, Wild Wild West, trying to figure out why the fuck don't we do that anymore? I don't understand why movie, just don't do that anymore. I'm so confused. Yeah, so confused.
2: It's odd. I mean, it is, especially like you were saying, sort of in pre pro, like the fact that we don't have any of this with like the fact that we don't have any of this associated with like the movies that have come out recently. Thor Love and Thunder seems like a perfect fit, at least to maybe even do like a cover, right? Like you shoot Mm -hmm. a music video of them doing like a Guns N' Roses song. Like, why that didn't happen, I don't understand. Well, and I I can't remember the first Avengers movie
0: had a music tie-in that they played in during the credits, but I can't it, it I did? can't tell you. Yeah, they made a yeah. music video with yeah. Avengers footage, but it I can't did. tell you I can't tell you what the band was because that was like the only time they did huh. it. And it's it beef- never it never went back i could do a whole video essay about like i think it's weird that all that marvel movies have like they don't have a definitive soundtrack but that's for another time and we, huh.
1: and, and it's, it's weird because it's like justice league did you know um come, what was it it wasn't the recreation oh, it was together. wasn't it come together it was a cover of the beatles but i don't know yeah. who actually sang I it I the the guy who did the cover but they did that one with the footage which is fine um but and i guess i'm also thinking about uh, John Cena also um, in the, uh, God, with Peacemaker, <laughs> also similarly had, oh. their intro was kind of like the same thing too. Yes. Um, but I just, it's just interesting because Will Smith has this thing where he, hop, even in Aladdin, right, the music portion that he does, people forget that he comes, came from that music, like he was a rapper and he was like yes. a good rapper back then. Uh, and he just by- added this extra sizzle to the yes. type of music shit that he did.
2: Do you
0: want to taste it is the opening theme song for yeah. Peacemaker by Wigwab. Um, so that it's an incredible yeah.
2: song to run to. If anyone yes, is to bolster their cool. their running mix, that's something that you should certainly yeah. add. And Brian
1: yes. sent Hero. Um, he sent Hero <laughs> earlier in the chat this week from Spider-Man. And hey. that was also a good music video. Yes. And they see that a hero Chad Kroger and, a... and the guy from like, Saliva. Oh, yeah. my gosh. Yeah. Like, um, it's still anyway. it's still good. The uh, the Justice
2: League cover together cover is listed mm-hmm. on YouTube as Gary Clark Jr. and Junkie XL as, that's being, right. the, j- that's as right. being the the cover of that one. So yeah, check that out if right. you want to. And I
1: love that version too. That's a good yeah. version. Anyway, I'm good. We're here to fucking pod, y'all. Let's I'm get how We are. I'm excited. After to pod. we hear from Douglas. So, yeah, Doug
2: uh i'm doing good we had a school off for everybody so we had the day off today so that was a lot of fun but we are dealing with a sick kiddo not to bring the house down um we're dealing with a sick kiddo so harrison's feeling a little under the weather so we are trying to make him get back up to 100 again um but other than that things are doing great uh i mean i didn't do a whole lot we had a Mm -hmm. wedding this weekend which was fun so took the kids to a wedding uh which was good first chance doing that and it went very well um was it an open bar it was not um but also i had this thing like so britney and i were the only two people who knew anybody at the wedding so i wasn't really sure how crazy we were and plus we had the kids with us so because it was their first experience so but they did great it was a catholic okay. wedding so they did great during the service uh, and then we had oh, a little chance to watch a lot the coyotes standing get and standing. Their yeah. asses shellacked um on saturday <laughs> yeah got to watch the uh, coyotes get their asses shellacked between oh, the wedding and between the reception <laughs> um and so marcus didn't hear me so which is why so um <laughs> which is why i repeated it but yeah it was a good weekend it was <laughs> it was good overall um yeah. Being i being on the sideline for that game. So. Yeah, it couldn't have been good. It I y'all, I don't know why I went back. Speaking of football, I don't know why I went back to fantasy football. I did you're, not oh, you're back. <laughs> I did not, I took like a five-year hiatus of okay. like just I didn't and I and I struggled with this idea of like, oh man, these guys are getting CTE and their lives are ruined. Yeah. And I'm like, fuck James Robinson. Come on, play. I need you. <laughs> like, and so it felt a little weird <laughs> to be like put your life on the line so I can win yeah. a game that literally doesn't matter. Yeah. Like it just yeah. felt weird. And now I'm back in it and I'm like, God damn it. I got all this stress in my life again of like, Oh no, so. no, anyway, it, should, it should be fun. It should be fun. It should be fun. It should be fun. Um, <laughs> and I'm, I'm I'm going to, it's going to be much more fun going forward. I've just dungeons and dragons,
0: gonna... but make it sports. And that's then you basically, all, football, it is. Football, it's
1: basically so... all it is. Basically all it is. Yeah. What an interesting concept, and that is correct. It's hundred I mean, percent correct. Yeah, that's I, I used right. to
0: play fantasy football and Dungeons and Dragons.
2: So, like, yeah, yeah it's as it's, have I. Know. Yeah, it's exactly <laughs> the same thing. Um, but gentlemen, <laughs> so it's been a good weekend, but gentlemen, good. we have a whole podcast to get to. Okay, um, what are we going we, over today? We are gonna go over uh, a little yeah. werewolf by night action. Okay, uh, I'm gonna dive right. into that a little bit. Okay. That was that was fun. And then we're also going to cover Netflix's Intergalactic. So we have a uh, right. a streaming double feature today, which I'm excited Spoiler to alert with you all. Yeah, oh, spoiler yeah. Alert. Streaming we're going to spoil feature.
0: all of these. Yes, mm-hmm.
2: absolutely. So if you want to get a little chance uh, to take a break and go and watch these things before we cover them, um, we'll include the timestamps in the podcast description. But uh, make sure yeah. that you uh, you know avoid those if you want to. But, gentlemen, we also have a very important segment to get to, which we is... Do. Catch
1: that quotable. Catch that quotable. And so yeah.
2: we are going to be playing. Roman has submitted another quote, so we are going to be Excellent. covering that, All right. um, which is going to be outstanding. So, gentlemen, are you ready to play Roman's millions and to uh, see if we can get his quote?
1: For show, Doug, I'm
2: ready. Okay. It's, a, it's an exchange between two people. So I will read it as person one and person two. Person two, okay? Person one. You used to love string. Person two. That was before when I was dating the son of a wealthy string magnate. Not now when I am married to the half owner of a worthless death trap.
1: I know what this is.
2: Holy shit. Okay. I know what this is. Shall so I read it again uh, to make it fun it for again, our listeners? Again, okay. but I for
1: sure, I may need help with... <laughs> Okay, I know what this is, but read it again.
2: Do you know what it is, or do you butterscotch soda know what it no, is? No, no,
1: no. It's gonna be a little bit because <laughs> I'm gonna talk it out with y'all, okay, but I know fine. what this is for that's sure. Fine. I've I've I just okay. recently watched this movie. Okay. What? Yeah, oh, okay. Person right.
2: one person one, you used to love string. Person two, that was before when I was dating the son of a wealthy string magnate. Not now when I'm married to the half owner of a worthless death trap.
1: Uh-huh uh 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 I know what this movie is. I had okay. to remember the, the, the person. I just okay. This movie involves a mouse, okay? And there is a mouse. Somehow, I think this guy inherits it's almost like you would think it was ratatouille, oh, it's but mouse it's hunt. not ratatouille. It's a mouse hunt. It's mouse hunt. This guy inherits a string. Factory. And then in the end, spoiler yeah, alert. He also turns into a cheese factory because the mouse is giving him hell the whole time. And then he partners with the mouse at the end to make a string cheese factory. And I believe that this is Mouse Hunt. I yeah, can't this... remember who the lead of Mouse Hunt is, though. I can so guy.
2: you're we're right, everybody. This is Mouse Hunt. <laughs> um... I have never heard of this movie. Yeah. Congrats, yeah, it's Mouse Hunt. Um, it's Mouse Hunt and it is um. Oh, the other guy. It's Nathan Lane is the big name, Lee. Yes, it's Nathan Lane. Yes. But I can't Nathan remember Lane. the other gentleman because it's Lee, essentially Lee like Evans. he's, a skinny, he's yeah. a skinny
1: guy. Yeah. Hold on. I
2: got to keep going. But Mouse Hunt is essentially like, all right, people really liked Home Alone
1: Lee and <laughs> all
2: of the crazy traps <laughs> that that kid put those two grown adults through. What if we did something similar and it was just a mouse doing it? And that's kind of the premise. Um,
1: Available on Hulu, the Roku channel, and Sling TV. You can also watch it out on Paramount Plus. And Lee Evans played Lars. There you go, brother. Marcus, how did you recently watch this? How? how? so I've seen this when I was like younger, right? And I vividly remember this movie because it was just one of those silly movies, like you said, Home Alone. It just caught yeah. my attention because huh. people are getting fucked up by this mouse. I mean and yeah. then I recently saw this on cable. It was on at work, actually. You know, Doug We know have that big TV in the um oh yeah in the workroom, right? So I can't remember what station it was on, but it was on, and I was like, Oh, I remember this movie, and then um yeah, that's how I remember what it was. Oh, there you go, the cheese and the string thing. About it because the house was utterly destroyed. So oh, that yeah. that's kind of wow. Drove my memory a little. Okay, bit. well there you go. All, All right. right, I did. I did Roman wires. I recently <laughs> watched that movie, maybe like three <laughs> weeks ago or something like that. We have like this TV, and I either play sports channels or just like movies on like FX yeah. or something like that. And I mean, like usually, it those movies will like sneak up on you. Wow, I can't believe
2: you recently watched this. That's a wow. yeah. amazing. Yeah. They yeah. make the they first make the first
1: string cheese. string cheese. Yeah, yeah. All
2: right. Well, they go. Hey, I'm impressed with us. I said last week. I said we are gonna have a bounce back. We've had two wow. weeks where it was gonna be rough, and we're gonna bounce it back. And look wow. at us, fucking bouncing back. And I'm excited I about it. Right. Wow. That's- that is 25 years
0: old. I if, like that. It is twenty five years old. bonkers to me. I, like, mm-hmm. by the way, folks, they carried. Like, I don't know if Marcus's <laughs> back is like hurting because he carried <laughs> me the whole way. I'm,
1: listen, I'm, it's the Will Smith in me. Yeah, you know I mean, really I'm really slap on He's...
2: For better or for worse, and we'll find out as we go through it. <laughs> yeah. And Marcus my remi- and uh Roman is reminding us that we still have not picked a charity.
1: Um oh, and oh, we'll- and we're at ninety dollars, y'all. We are at ninety whole right. dollars. Let's give a round of applause to Roman, everybody, because you don't have to do this, Yay! right? You don't have to he do this not. with us, you don't have to play this game, but Roman is here every single episode and making donations, you know what I'm saying? Put this money where his mouth is. So absolutely. We appreciate Jerome.
2: absolutely um now is a good time for me to interject that if you are looking for ways mm-hmm. to support the pod mm-hmm. beyond yeah. the patreon right because it's show. a pretty tough ask we're only like 15 minutes in but what you can do is leave us a review share us with a friend uh whatever that may be either of those things that's our ask for you all is just leave us a review um a couple words really helps us uh in the apple Podcasts algorithm so uh, just leave us a couple of kind words is absolutely all we need. So that's what we sure. need from you all. But gentlemen, we have two streaming features to get into. Um, and I want to make sure everybody, last chance, spoiler alert, we're going to dive into both of these. Here but Let's are. get into Werewolf by Night first, shall okay. we? Um, we're going to get into it. Let's get into that whole thing. Um, and so, Marcus, yo, I would love it. If you would relegate us (laughs) Uh, with a barbershop summary for a Disney Plus exclusive, Werewolf by Night. Take it away, Mark. Okay,
1: (laughs) so I'm going to start trying to reel in my barbershop summaries a little bit because the reason that they're barbershop summaries is nine times out of ten in a black barbershop, these they're explained in a very loose way, and it's loosely explained for people to be able to understand it because nine times out of ten the person telling the story don't remember, and the other people are just listening just to listen. So. That's my experience, at least. So, what had happened was in Werewolf by Night, you get a crew of hunters um, that are—they're all paying homage to this old creepy guy who used to be a monster hunter. Who his name is slipping me, but last name was Blood, part of the Bloodstone heir, mm-hmm. right? And there is this. Um, relic that um, that is called the Bloodstone that they get to hone. That they basically tell the short story that these monster hunters would use the Bloodstone to hunt down the animals and essentially for them keep people safe. I guess is what they were considering themselves doing, right? And so the guy, the main guy, dies. There's like four to five hunters that all come in on one night and they make. Um, they want to make homage to him, and he tells them, "I gathered you all here to basically say we're gonna go on a hunt. There's a monster. We got a monster in this facility. We're gonna attach the bloodstone to the back of this monster, which will weaken it, but then it will also, um, it will do something else. It was agitate the hell out of it, basically. So yeah. then they go around." All the people in the room um, have killed a different variety and different numbers of monsters. And then there's one whose name is Elsa Bloodstone, who is the daughter of this guy who mm-hmm. was considered, she's considered a disappointment. So she comes back to join the hunt to get the Bloodstone so people will basically get off her fucking back to inherit what is <laughs> owed to her. So they go through this whole thing, and it turns out the monster that they're hunting is Man-Thing. Um, there's a young man. His name is, uh, oh, what is the Dr. lead Dr.
2: Theodore Salas. I will give a rundown of Man-Thing here in a minute, but yeah. But or Ted is what they say. Just call him Ted. Yep. so
1: ted is in this ted is in this arena the hunters are looking for him everybody hunting this thing down because they really want the bloodstone okay and then you got this one guy who doesn't really seem like he really want to fight or anything he him and elsa don't really want to scrap they don't yeah. really want to fight each other so they kind of pass each other by everybody else is going to kill each other for the bloodstone because they feel like it's owed to them so then they find out that this guy he say he's trying to save his friend ted who is the monster person in the in the thing so he's like don't worry we're gonna blow a hole in this motherfucker we're gonna escape during all of that, Elsa and him get trapped by the other monsters because he tries to go grab the bloodstone and it pushes him back. Come to find out, ta-da, this motherfucker's is a werewolf, okay? And so he then is, like, punished and then transformed. The, the plan was to, like, hunt him down but then they agitate the werewolf so much, which <laughs> uh, uh, rookie mistake. So yeah. then they agitate the werewolf so much, he escapes. And then they have this huge fight that breaks out between Elsa and the werewolf and everybody else. And this whole thing is shot in black and white. And that's pretty much the whole premise of the thing. That's,
2: that's really great. That's a great synopsis. I, I appreciate the reined in version, but that was outstanding. Nice. So, yes, um, I do want to give a rundown quickly of the cast with this, because this mm. is a group of characters that you may not necessarily know <laughs> or recognize no. right away, which is totally fine. True. Um, So here we go. Uh, Gail Garcia Bernal plays Jack Russell. Uh, Laura Donnelly plays Elsa Bloodstone. Harriet Sansom Harris plays Varusa. Kirk R. Thatcher plays Jonathan. Uh, Eugene Bondurant plays Azrael. Uh, yeah, Azrael. Uh, Leonardo Nam plays Leorn, and Daniel J. Watts plays Barrasso. Um, and then Carrie Jones is doing the voice of Man Thing. I also want to point out that if someone was curious um, if the man playing the flaming tuba t- t- got a credit, he, he most he, certainly he, 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 did. Uh, and David Silverman played that man. Who he knew? Is, he is, is credited. He, he is credited on IMDb as the flaming tuba. So perfect. perfect. <laughs> so there's. That. that um this is a disney plus movie so the disney plus short it, i movie exclusive. feels weird um disney it's plus short so special um, presentation yeah there it's a go. marvel
0: special presentation there you go special yeah, presentation yeah, shorts yeah, a little
2: diminutive. um but gentlemen thoughts on werewolf by night
1: i wish that this ga- i wish that marvel would do this with their series there are a couple series that have come out that I wish would have just been a special presentation and it would have been just fine for me. The length yes. of werewolf by night worked well to get it. Yes. I thought it was releasing as a series. I, I also am so did. glad that it was not a series. So I, I, I enjoyed for one, the length of this and the story that it told in the length of time that it was given. Absolutely. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. I thought mm-hmm. it was supposed to be a series too. I said out loud, I was like, I have to watch the first one. And then I was like, Oh, <laughs> no, no like this is it this is first and only it, it, it's one that's hour it. that's it um <laughs> one hour, um, <laughs> one hour yeah good pacing oh absolutely this was the it, it this was a this was a A special presentation where it was like hey you don't need to know fucking yep. anything enjoy yep. like and that's all it was nope. and that's nope. totally totally fine with me because i i thoroughly enjoyed this i thought this was good I did. yeah Brent.
0: I I enjoyed it as somebody that has watched older movies and enjoys older mm-hmm. movies. Uh, like so for folks that have not watched like the classic Universal Monster movies, I'm curious how how they enjoyed it from Rotten Tomatoes and IMDb. People seem to like it just fine. But I enjoyed it because like there's kind of these smaller things like about halfway through the movie. In the top right, you'll see the the reel, uh, basically Mm -hmm. the reel bumpers. You'll see that circle dot um, like keep popping up, and that was usually back back in the old days. That's when you had to change the reel, or you know, that's where the reel was Hmm. uh, like basically um, put together. Um, That's where they knew where to put the the slides together uh, to keep the film going. Um, so I thought that was a cool detail. I liked the black and white and it just had this vibe of like a B horror movie, which Mm -hmm. was exactly my vibe. And that's how it was advertised to me, too. So like my expectations, I was like, this is exactly this is exactly what I wanted. Nothing more, nothing less. It, it, It met expectations.
2: And I think to that point, I think this is I hope again to Marcus's point, I hope Marvel does more of this where they like seasonally introduce things that are like timeline appropriate i mean Mm -hmm. it this is we are in the midst of spooky season and they're like you know it would be great let's do a werewolf like let's do a special presentation about our most famous werewolf here you go and i thought that that was awesome and i also think it was a chance to see some of their like um more classic um like 1970s heroes that sometimes get like lost in thought so because man things his first appearance was in strange oh i can't remember the title but it's the first appearance was a comic book in 1971
0: strange tales i'm assuming Strange tales yeah yeah. so it
2: it was in strange tales and i mean it's an awesome little like story i mean it's essentially he turned into man thing because he was trying to recreate super soldier serum because everybody's trying to do that everybody tries to do that everybody everybody's trying to do that. that um he gets attacked he tries to save himself and he turns himself into the man thing which is kind of cool um <laughs> there's also this big like back and forth about whether or not man thing is sentient or not or whether oh. he's just a monster so that was kind of appropriate too because there are there are some folks because basically he's wandering the swamps and jungles of the united states right and essentially he'll like stumble into shit that's going off the rails (laughs) and he'll be like oh i better do something (laughs) like for example they found this little girl who he founds this little girl that was injured and so dr strange is like i don't think that he's bad and i also think he might just be reverting back to his old self because um He finds this little girl, and he knows to take her to a hospital so a doctor can see her, although he can say nothing about it. Okay. Um, So, and if you're curious Uh, about his powers. Yes. uh, Man thing, basically, if you're scared of him, he will burn you. And so, Ooh, anyone who that. is afraid of him, huh. and it's all in tune because he can feel people's emotions. So, that's why I think the tagline is like those who feel fear will be burned by the man thing. Um, and so, how am I not supposed to be scared of it? I that's a, you know that's an outstanding. That motherfucker friend.
1: walks up on me. Ah, I, <laughs> I it mean it, it speaks myself. to the
0: line though of when of when our lead was talking and being Jack, like, "Don't Jack be scared, Russell. like just refer to him as Ted. And yeah. He's an old friend." Like yeah. that kind of that kind of dives into that a little bit.
2: Please don't be yes. scared because it's going to be bad news for you. So, <laughs> well,
1: what's What's interesting to me is I look at Man Thing right because I don't have a lot of prior knowledge. I don't have any. Really I, I prior have no knowledge
2: right. of Man
0: Thing,
1: yep. but I look at Man Thing and then I, my instant comparison is to Swamp Thing. In yeah, DC. right so it's yep. like Swamp Thing is about the trees. He doesn't really pick a side. Swamp Thing is not bad. He just really keeps to his own business. And if they fucking with the earth, that's when I step in. Yeah. But Man Thing doesn't seem to be tied to the earth. He just seems to be maybe just a being. Is that about right? Just like a guy who got into an accident.
2: It's he's basically a scientific experiment yeah. gone wrong. Sweet. yeah, Sweet. yeah he's basically Sweet. a scientific experiment. Get gone him on wrong. the thunderbolts. Uh, (laughs) he was a member of the thunderbolts for a hot second was he really he most certainly was
1: (laughs) well here's here's what i enjoyed about this (laughs) is i like the conspiracy part of my mind when it comes to the mcu it's all connected right that this was a subtle way to introduce monsters in this darker universe to the mcu timeline because you're one i was always wondering how you get to blade when vampires right. have not been a thing, mm-hmm. um, aliens may be easier for people to witness, see and witness because it's like, oh, yeah, we saw the aliens come out of the wormhole. <laughs> yes. And we've seen aliens on this planet and they look like all different types of foreign you yep. get sexy aliens like Thor, quote unquote. And then you get other types of aliens like the Scroll or whatever. Right. But yep. then how do you get to Blade when you say, yeah, I'm going to kill vampires. And it's kind of like, OK, She-Hulk also mentioned somebody who said he was a vampire as well oh, in the right. circle at at um at the at the uh, gee, Armageddon not abominations what you call it his place like his Zen retreat place. Yeah. yeah his retreat place so i was just one and i feel like this was a subtle way to do it not to mention the wall art with god butcher and all this other stuff yeah, and yeah i totally really missed that. On the time period piece it's very loose and i, I think mean... that that's good
0: it's kind of a choose your own time period if, <laughs> if you really want. And, yeah. and we were talking about this before the show about how I feel like it was made with that intent of like, you can't really tell what time period no. it is. like, yeah. I, you know, you could, you could have someone pull out an iPhone and, and you'd be like, all right. Or like, you know, you could have someone be like, the, the carriage needs to go. And you're like, all right, those cattle prods look super advanced, but whatever. It's a, it's a horror they movie, do. whatever they moving do. on. Like, and that was, can go
1: both ways. That's what gave it away to me was the security with the electric cattle yeah. prod. And I was kind of like, mm, they have Velcro and, and their suits looked a little <laughs> bit more advanced yeah. than the average bear. But like, go ahead. Yeah. but uh, yeah, I just I, I really enjoy Werewolf by Night. I enjoy what they did with it. I enjoyed I didn't have to pay attention to too much to it. I, I turned my back a couple of times while doing something else and I still was yep. in the loop. And talk about a show
2: where you didn't need a lot of special effects. Like, no. you needed... You needed to be some, like, fight sequences, so you needed maybe right. some, like, cable work. And so when I talk about cable work, like when Werewolf is, like, jumping around like well, that, see, yeah. you're pulling oh, him yeah. up with cables and things like that for those that maybe not don't know what I'm talking about. But, like, you needed some cable work. You needed maybe man things like Burning Sensation. But even <laughs> Man Thing himself, I mean, that's a practical effect. Yeah. Like, that is not... Some of it might be some CG here and there, but there is. Yeah,
0: it's definitely a blend. I would say it's a
2: blend of both, but like you didn't need a ton to be able to do it. It was relatively straightforward. It was put him there, move his head around and then we'll do some other CG stuff like with his hands or other things. But man, it was, it was really well done. Like I really appreciated it just top to bottom. So this is such a quality ad.
1: Now here's where I got a little bit of beef, please. Oh yeah. Here's a little, just a hint of beef. When Marvel came out with Moon Knight, They swore up and down Moon Knight was going to be the most Mm -hmm. bloodiest and aggressive thing that we were going to see. Oh, And then Moon Knight came out, and he blacked out for the most bloodiest and aggressive shit that we were supposed Mm -hmm. to see. Then you put this out, and it is exactly what I was anticipating. I don't know if it's because it was in black and white, and blood is not as bloody when it's in black and white. But to me, this was a lot more aggressive and a lot more up the alley of what I thought Moon Knight was going to be. And I enjoyed that. I thought that this was really well done with when he was when the man thing was killing people, it was burning people. And like there was blood and like the werewolf, they did not hold back. So then I'm trying Um, to figure out, well, what is the fucking disconnect?
0: There is a Marvel property now that exists with a woman who stabs a dude and then he's not dead, but covers his mouth and as he's dying like covers his last breath as someone else is looking for her, which is metal as hell and is like okay like well, then, y'all y'all no, have then the, this in you let's get also well, the
1: kick right then you have the kick where she's sword fighting with the guy oh, who was yeah. one of the black hunters and she trips him his head falls on the sword oh, then she kicks tight. his head to slice and i was like damn what a move man Yo, like, that was right. incredible
2: y'all elsa bloodstone it or has no fucks to give about yeah. whether or not this is a, a Disney property or not. <laughs> nope. She nope. actively cuts a man's hand <laughs> off on screen. Then she's fighting that David Bowie looking motherfucker, yes, slices his throat, and then puts the sword in his Jesus. head to yeah. just sit
1: there. Yeah. And so yeah. yeah goddamn like that. i don't yeah, know yeah. what happened I, what, what what happened I, with moon knight was supposed to be this and i just have to know what happened well i read up on this a little bit
0: before we started and i guess for like the ratings you, you like basically if it's in black and white you can still get that tv 14 rating as opposed hmm. to like oh an R rating or a PG 13, like, cause most of the Avengers movies are like bloodless, right? It's like a video, it's like video game logic. It's like, ah, I took a punch and I look damaged,
2: but there's no blood. Yeah, and it's all this, battle, it's all battle damage. It's Yeah, it's like
0: those old Jurassic Park toys, and like you click Rib. a button, and then it's like, oh, you can see the ribs or whatever. Whatever. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I know anyway. exactly what
1: you're talking about. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Um.
0: Anyway, but like, I love that they. Honestly, they could have leaned into it more for me. Like, there could have been a little bit more blood, mm-hmm. but I liked that the black and white effect Holy let shit. them get away with that until. I'm not going to say it was a more adult story, but it was nice to see Marvel go in a bit more of a bloody direction, especially in the theme of Halloween. I, I thought I thought all that stuff was pitch perfect, and honestly, I I wish they kept going. Like, I show me too. more. You obviously have do more too. to tell. Well,
2: and I think to that point, like I think them leaning into the more scary elements are is awesome. I mean, that hallway. There's two things that I found to be. Really brilliantly done, and understanding yeah. the parameters you had to play in to get your rating, but also simultaneously, like, you know, the blood from like his arm getting cut off and things like that yeah. like, that's bad but the part where i thought it was excessive where i was like how the fuck do they get away with this was yeah. the hallway scene where the werewolf is mauling soldiers and it's oh, getting yeah. on the camera yeah. like how oh, i must have missed that how did you pull that yeah. off? they did it a couple times they did it a couple times but mm-hmm. i thought the most brilliant shot in order to understand okay we can't Show yeah. this man ripping his human skin off and becoming a werewolf, right? But we can show a shadow. Like, yes, I thought that that, that shot yes. of her reacting with the shadow behind him, I was oh, like, This is brilliant. And that's
0: like, I cla- love that. That is classic, like pulp horror, too. Oh, 100%. Like, that, that is a classic pulp horror, like vibe, image, comic book cover, whatever you want to call it. Oh, like, yeah. And I dug that a lot. I thought that was cool. That was really I cool. I
1: am, I am very. Picky about one of the things about me is I don't think people know a lot. I love James Bond movies, just as (laughs) a random fact. I love James Bond's movies, right? right. But I also love a werewolf movie. Okay, really? I I I love a good werewolf movie, and it I love it because I love to be picky about the way that they style their werewolf. I mean, I'm talking everything from Teen Wolf to Van Helsing to things like this. Sure, I've always been very adamant because. Um, even Harry Potter, when um, uh, what was his name? Uh, Lupin. How, oh, Lupin. Lupus. Yeah, Lup- yeah, Lupin. He even anything that that revolves around the transformation of man to werewolf or vice versa. I'm so intrigued, but I think Van Helsing had one of the best transformations 100%. of a werewolf, like one thousand percent of the skin being the thing that you break loose from. Like I enjoyed that. and then I'm very picky about. Do you really stylize it? as a man who's a werewolf or is he right. just completely wolf? Cause everybody chooses a different direction. Yeah, I was very satisfied with this. Yeah. <laughs> this as a character, cause he yeah. didn't need to look like a werewolf. Nope. He, he, he was still look like a man in the face a little bit. You know what I mean? Yes. Like they, they did both meshing the two together. So I enjoyed yes. that a lot.
2: Yeah. I, I agree with you, Marcus. I think that movies that can handle that transformation really well yeah. are, are just absolutely, you, awesome like, you They're understand fun to the
1: point of a of like a werewolf it's nothing cute like Teen wolf's a little bit different because that has a certain audience but they still yeah they still find a way to do it pretty relatively well i'm excited for that reboot that's coming out too as well mm-hmm. um and then even uh god was that michael j fox who was yes oh yeah michael
2: j fox was in Teen wolf
1: uh, no, was it the American Werewolf?
2: American Werewolf in London, and then was they did a Michael sequel called American. I don't think so, but they that did was, American Werewolf in Paris.
1: I also enjoy. I like. I enjoy that kind of stuff too. So I was very intrigued to see how they were going to do it. I love that they went more aggressive. I agree, Brian. More. They should have did more. Yep. And yeah. That, yeah. I, I mean,
0: I just I enjoyed. I guess when I when I when I also started watching, I was like, I mean, this could just be a straight up like, oh, there's a werewolf. Oh no. <laughs> Um, but I enjoyed that the film kind of I'm not going to say it like tricked anybody, but I, I like that half of it was like, OK, find the monster. And it's kind of eerie. And then the back half was like, oh, who's the real monster, the monster or the people who hunt the monsters? Like I, I yeah. enjoyed that play on the theme, which wasn't really subtle. Um, and, yeah. and I I don't know. I liked that um i'll be honest though some of the humor like was it it was fine most of the humor was fine but some of it i was like this is what people talk about when they're like the the like schlocky marvel humor in the movies like i kind of get it now because i was really digging like the classic monster movie vibe and then like someone would like have a joke or like a smile or a wink and i'd be like OK, that kind of like took me out of it a little bit, but I mean, I'm, the whole I'm still part here with
2: the, with the bomb on the wall where he was like, he can't yes. figure it out and get it to yes. stick and it's like, almost a little slapsticky. And you're like, why? Wow. Yeah. Yeah.
0: like it was fine. Yeah, I, was fine. I, that was not for me. And like, I, I'm just curious, like what the decision there was for the production team and the director, because it was just kind of like, I don't really feel like you need this in your like kind of sort of eerie werewolf movie with also bloodstone just like straight up murking people um anyway but so that some of those parts didn't work for me Mm -hmm. but like that's really easy to forgive when you have this final scene of like man thing legit like vaporizing this lady who's gonna hurt the werewolf who we have now come to love i watched that scene twice by the way like immediately rewound it and watched it because i was like this is gnarly as hell like yeah i love
2: it
1: Yeah, like, I, so. I, I, I also enjoyed, I, I think that that is a Marvel, I wonder if Marvel has a checkbox, right, of mm-hmm. here's the things that you have to include, because Kevin Feige's like, we're going to give you full reign as yep. a director, but you have to have yeah. these things in it. Like, And, and yeah. if you don't include those jokes, does this special presentation get, become a little bit too dark for everybody to watch? Well,
0: And that's I mean, and that's kind of where I go back to like, you should have just kept going more Mm because like, honestly, and this is kind of I mean, we're kind of now talking the effect of the movie, not the movie itself. But I feel like a lot of people are resonating with like Marvel, like totally went out of their like usual four quadrants and they're getting a good reception. And I feel like if they had a like this is a bold vision. And I would just like keep pushing it, <laughs> like keep pushing oh, it away because yeah. like, or pushing that agenda. Cause I feel like they're really, they, they can use this talent in that way and tell really good stories.
2: And I have a question. Like, I'm glad that we're talking like impact and kind of pivoting that way because my big question is like, okay, I know this is a special presentation and I don't like to ask <laughs> that. I do not like to play. I
0: knew we were going to get into two,
2: two, two of my least favorite, you know yeah. how you all have those like those storylines that people like bring up that are like right. or like news pieces that people bring up yes. that just make you go like oh fuck not this again. Yeah. There's oh, yeah. two for me. One okay. is the like I like to play the Marvel game of like oh what are they doing but when someone takes it like way too seriously and kind of like oh, yeah. goes the other end yeah. and it's like yeah. I'm up in arms about how they did this. It's like it's a fucking movie about a werewolf right. and like calm down. Right. Right. Um and for some reason And this is no shot to my co-hosts. I think I realize it's week two of me saying no shot to my co-hosts. I'm Uh, I'm curious here. Here here comes anytime someone talks to me about Dwayne Johnson running for president, I want to put my head through a door. I don't know why. I don't know why. (laughs) My. I don't know why. (laughs) Where is this going? I don't know. Like it's just those two. Those two are my two that I'm like, fuck. Can we just not like. (laughs)
1: Well, well, good to know. The I Rock. won't send your ass anything else it's, about the It's fine. It's, huh? fine. it's That's fine. It's fine. Continue we'll to do so, Marcus. I just, Marcus. Continue I just to do wanted to see. I wanted y'all to see him <laughs> drop them. drop them in the, the chat and I will team. do with
2: them what I will. Um, yeah, yeah. But what yeah. I was. So <laughs> as much as I don't like playing that being said, that tangent yeah. aside, as much as I don't like playing the Marvel, like what if. OK. OK. This does. I do. It does beg the question, right? Like, because to Marcus's point from earlier. You introduced werewolves. If you look at all the heads on the wall, you introduced other like spooky yes. beings, including yes. what I can assume is a vampire, based on the look of one of them and my understanding of the lore, maybe. Um don't ask where this is going. And so does this is this a test to like see how this more like supernatural, like spectral world sort of plays out? Or yeah. is it I mean it, obviously it's truly just a one off, but Thoughts around that, because I can see the leap being from this to blade or this to ghost Rider
1: or this to other things, not pick being me. a super big jump. Marcus, pick me, pick me, pick me. Yeah. Go um, ahead, Marcus. Here's what I think. While this storyline is a special presentation, I do think that this is connected in a way of introducing your supernatural level because they use the movies and all this other stuff to introduce the cosmic and the multiverse and all of this other stuff. Now they're introduced, like, like I said in the chat, like Marvel was kind of like on this on, on this wave with this one of this, like in this next phase of movies, they're saying, We know that you know we like to Marvel connect all of this. Mm-hmm. The difference is we're gonna connect it, but it ain't gonna be a straight line from A to Z. It's gonna be one that has layers of hey, here's the cosmic layer, here's everything that needs to be connected in there, here's the multiverse saga, here's everything you need in there, and then here is the supernatural where. We have a Blade movie coming out. We have all of the Ghost Rider is potentially coming. We need to introduce this whole yeah. other tier, like Midnight Black Suns, Night. Yeah. Black Knight. You Black have, Night. Um, you have, uh, you have uh, Doctor Strange who is currently hopping multiverses it's and worlds, versions, and, and all <laughs> and of this wife. shit together, where he can easily hop down to a Midnight Suns level or multiverse saga level type shit in the movies. Right? I feel like that is what this is doing. You saw the vampire, so that you see vampires exist the yeah. werewolf guy says hey i fought that guy over a hundred times that was just one version of a, like you know what i mean like and then blade's gonna come in and you're already gonna be like no no no. i understand that vampires exist i saw them in this version but then blade will go into it more of like this is the skin they wear to protect themselves and they don't show their yeah, true form and get more this rules. is what a vampire really looks like because you saw it in this one show but in Blade, it's going to look like this because you have the like you have it in the back of your mind. Oh, this is what they really look like as not skinwalkers or something like that. Like that's that's my guess. Yeah. I, I Go ahead, Brad. I don't
0: know. I, I've gone back and forth on this. Where where I'm at right now is is I I don't have a lot of confidence. Any of the things that we saw in Werewolf by Night are, are going to come back. I just really. Yeah. Not even I, the like,
1: bloodstone.
0: I mean, I just don't have a lot of confidence that it's it's worth integrating some of this stuff with like some of the bigger headlines or some of the other bigger titles that that we have, because I feel like Blade can do Blade like they can describe their own environment. I don't think we need like Elsa Bloodstone or referring to like the incident with man thing. Like, I don't think it needs that. Like, to me. I just it what it and that's the other reason of why I feel like they're like this is a special presentation like it almost kind of just feels like this is its own thing please don't but at the same time it's also like Marvel has built its brand on the fact that everything is connected except (laughs) for anything on TV by by ABC or (laughs) Netflix just kidding that's a whole other podcast but yeah. For the most part, all the movies are connected like and the yeah. Disney plus stuff. So I kind of get it, though. Like, I, like, does Elsa Bloodstone maybe show up as like a supporting character somewhere? I think that'd be cool. Like, we need more badass women in Marvel. So, like, I'd be down mm-hmm. for it. She's basically if you don't know this character, by the way, if you have like the Marvel subscription, um, she has some fun stories. And she's basically like it, a comparison could be made to Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Oh, except yeah. Marvel. Um, and she's got some more <laughs> some more gnarly adventures is how I would describe it. So like I think she's a cool character. I just I, I just I'm not confident all that like man thing is gonna show up in like Fantastic Four or anything oh, like that.
1: Oh, yeah. oh no, I don't think I don't think it's that I don't I don't even know if these same characters well aside from Elsa Bloodstone, because I feel like they right. put a lot into the storyline, the family storyline, and all that kind like, of It ended with her in color I, yeah. for you to see. The rest of the characters, I can't confirm whether they come back or not. I here's what I also wanted to say. I also think that you, Brian, just you, just because you just said it, so that's the only. Reason I'm not in not including you, Doug. Oh shucks, you, Brian, are smarter than the average consumer oh. and more aware than the average consumer. A- accurate. So some of the some of the people who are fans of the MCU or think yeah. that they're fans of the, M- or literally only fans of the Marvel movie cinematic universe yeah. have to be spoon fed into understanding this supernatural thing is a lower. It's another tier mm-hmm. that yeah. you yeah. need to understand is separate from what we've got going on right now. So that's why it's a special presentation.
2: I, right. I could also say that I think that one, they introduced the idea of there being multiple timelines in Loki. That is true. the first we heard of it. And Absolutely. So that was true. A Disney Plus series. So I could see them saying, like, hey, get ready for Blade and for Black Knight. Yeah. Here's this group of people who hunt monsters. Blade is just the most famous one. Like right. we're gonna spend a whole movie on. Um, and maybe I don't know if it necessarily will be a I think it's a t- I think it's a test in two four two two Sure. Things. The first sure. phase is here's all the supernatural shit. Check the viewership numbers. <laughs> get a lot of people <laughs> check in. What do we need yeah. to do to Blade? What do we need to include? Because remember, Blade is going through rewrites like right now. So, oh, and Blade could be pulling information from the numbers associated with Werewolf by Night to say, this is what we need in
1: order for it to work. Like, we need to add this or take away this. I think because they- Marvel, because just hold that because Marvel is responding to fans. We know this from She-Hulk. We know this from past. Oh, yeah. And, and, and it, yeah. Marvel is breaking the fourth wall, not to mention also, before it does go to his next point, Deadpool is coming. Mm-hmm. You have to address this more violent, this darker. There's a there's a tone switch coming to Disney when you bought on Deadpool. That's that's the other point I wanted to add, too, as well. Yeah. The other thing I'll
2: say is, is hmm. maybe this is a test in the form of special presentations. So will we get will we get a full Midnight Suns two and a half hour movie? Maybe not. Maybe we'll get a 45 (laughs) minute. Maybe we'll get like a 45 (laughs) minute to an hour presentation, like special presentation of like, hey, we don't have to do the backstory on Blade, Doctor Strange, Ghost Rider, Wolverine and Morbius. We can just dump them into a like, holy shit, like this is a thing that's happening. Um, That they have to like explore and now deal with. So plus there's a whole there's a whole team called the Legion of Monsters. That's a comic book accurate thing where you could say every Halloween you pull something from this group um, or you could pull like you could say, hey, that issue where Moon Knight first appears because he's hunting the werewolf from werewolf by night. Fuck it that's a 45 minute special presentation. We need have to do. Oh my gosh. Nothing People would else. eat that up. They have yeah, to yeah, do nothing be... else. Here you go. Bam. And so I think maybe it's a, it's both a test to the like Agreed. spooky side of Marvel, but I also think it's a test in this form of like, what do yeah. we do about these special presentations?
0: Well- And I think that's a great point because we even started this segment off being like, Oh, I thought this was a series. And it was just kind of like this like Mm -hmm. commitment you had to make, which Mm -hmm. like I I get. And for people like us, like I enjoy the MCU, but we've also talked about, it just feels like they're pumping out way too much content than Mm -hmm. that can be reasonably consumed. Um, and I feel like a special presentation, like I feel like it's this sweet spot of like, here's new Marvel stuff. It is only an hour enjoy it. We don't know if it connects to anything. It could, but just enjoy yourself. And I just, I don't know, I think there's a strength there because a lot of the, a lot of times, like when I've talked to people about Marvel, it's like, I don't even know where to start. There's 30 movies, and now there's TV shows, and like, yeah. I could kind of see this being like no special presentation. Like, you don't need to know anything. Like, just go you, and know it.
1: nothing. Which you didn't need, you didn't need to know anything going to, into this, no. and I do think Guardians of the Galaxy will be another special presentation. I, I think I agree. The, the Christmas version, the, whatever mm-hmm. the Christmas thing coming out is. I agree. I think we, maybe it's a holiday thing, like Doug said. Maybe the special presentations are tied to holidays that are also still yeah. tied to the timeline, just loosely. But I, I, I don't know. I just in, I enjoyed this. I, mm-hmm. I really enjoyed it. I think if we have to ask, one of the questions I did want to ask y'all is, what is the category? Like, how do you think they categorize? A Marvel movie because we just seen Armor Wars go to become a movie. Yeah, that went from it went from a series to a yeah. movie. So what's a movie? What's a series? And what's a sp- what does what designates a special presentation?
2: <laughs> I'm, gonna take, I'm if gonna take. You just
1: had to assume based off of we've consumed so much MCU. <sighs> I like mean, content, I feel I like mean, we have some type of understanding. We are right?
0: up to date, I think, based we on gotta, no, yeah, yeah. The conversations we've had. Yeah, so we've seen everything. Yeah, <laughs> that oh, is available. And
2: Lord knows, <laughs> Lord knows, we've read enough too. Like holy oh shit! Gosh. Between the three right. of us, we've read oh enough as well. I would yeah. say, let me take a crack at it, and we can. I'm I'm okay if mine's like way off base because it gives us a jumping off point. Oh, I don't so know either, so yeah. I think, I think. Early in the I think the movies I think you almost have to take the movies prior to WandaVision and you have Mm -hmm. to say like we're going to put these in their
1: own neat little box. We're yeah, set like Jay Z, Little Wayne. Yep, those it, are the goats. You don't. When you have the can't. greatest of all time conversations, you cannot. <laughs> when you say have your top five conversations, you cannot include <laughs> right. Jay Z, Little Wayne. I didn't know where you were going about. with that. Yeah, I didn't either. I was like, no. I mean, honestly, when I'm having conversations like that, that's how my mind breaks down. No, yeah, I get frustrated sure. when people say basketball when you compare people who have already retired or oh, to people oh, yeah. who are still yeah. playing. And your top five cannot, to me, your rap top five cannot include the There's a certain level of goats that yeah. just should be in a all time greats and not in your like current top five. I hear, Ooh. yes. And the if other thing is, easy. is
2: that like that was a ten year project. Like that yeah, was a yeah. clear start yeah. and finish. And yes. and let's be honest, Disney Plus, for better or worse, changed the game when it mm-hmm. came to like the mcu and disney's properties i mean we've talked about this with d23 last year and d23 this year there is a world that is short (laughs) that is short to come where in one week you get a new disney property you get a new pixar property a new marvel property and a new star wars property all in the same fucking week we're halfway there we're halfway there (laughs) like this this train has left the station. Like, yeah. it's, it's coming. Yeah, and yeah, so, you kind of have to look late. at it differently. I think that WandaVision, they learned it was too long. They said, okay, this is... Yeah. That's why they released two episodes to start, because they weren't mm-hmm. sure. So, they were like, because that was eight. And they were like, uh, that's a lot. And they were Actually, all like 45 minutes to an hour.
1: Was it more than eight? It was, it nine. was nine episodes. Yeah, it was
2: nine. I think it was nine. So, it, I mean, yeah. And it was yeah. heavy, so it was nine and it was heavy. It was Loki lot. was eight, and it was also yeah. an hour and a little bit on the heavier side. It Falcon and the winter soldier was six. And so they started to say, like, okay, <laughs> we can it, we run. can that start. Eight. <laughs> we can start to get and that Marcus is my point. When they are yeah. saying, like <clears throat> when they say eight, nine is too long, but six is too short because it needs yeah. to be longer. Mm-hmm. I think the formula is if the if the story is going to be greater than nine episodes at She-Hulk length, 35 minutes, yeah. 35, 40 minutes, then it's a movie. If it's going to then it's going to be a movie okay. if it's shorter then nine episodes at thirty five minutes a piece. It will be a, limited, a It'll it'll be a series. It'll be a limited, special a special presentation.
1: Oh, a special presentation. Honestly, Doug, I think that that makes sense to me because I, if yeah. you had to extend Werewolf by Night to a series, I would have you would have lost me. Yeah, I would have preferred if Moon Knight was a special presentation. One hundred percent. Um, because I think that it would have just done better as one whole hour, hour and a half project that maybe is not cinematic movie worthy but it is still good enough for me to watch and stream online and I probably would have watched it a thousand times if it was the same quality and storyline that it was
2: to be honest with you I think I think Moon Knight is fine as a series I think it oh, is timed man. poorly I think you I, should not you mean, have, like, I don't g- think pacing. No, I don't think it should have been Released when it was released, I think it really? needed, I think you needed to introduce The idea of there being A supernatural element to the world That we're in, because it was hard For a lot of folks to get behind Like, I don't give a fuck why these Egyptian gods Are fighting each other and what that right. means for me Like, the character study Is incredible, so I think it needs To come on the other side of Werewolf by Night Can
1: we can we? I want to hear what Brian got to say, but can we please put this somewhere in some notes? Because I do yeah. want to revisit this. Yeah, we do have a whole idea.
2: other movie to get to. Yeah, yeah. I want to <laughs> revisit
1: that because I want. To, now that we know that a special presentation exists, I would love for us to spend the next week looking at everything that has gotten released recently, series-wise, up to from Wandavision up till now, and see if there's anything that could have been better as a special presentation. Well aye, and we aye. do
0: we we have talked about doing like a Marvel roundup spectacular after Wakanda we forever uh sometime fun. in November December so that might be a good conversation Yeah we should that. Do that. Yeah. Um, yeah, we should do And that. I I agree like with 90% of everything Doug said I don't disagree with the other 10% mm-hmm. I just want to like add I I to no, this so poorly anyway no, you What I want to add to Doug is I feel like I feel like it has to deal with risk like that's kind of part yes. of what part of me feels like so like for the movies you look at Black Widow they're like Black Widow is an established character she has been in all the Avengers movies get her in a movie get it out it'll make bonkers millions we know it made Contract. bonkers millions because Scarlett Contract Johansson too. sued for him so yeah. we know it made money it um, has to <laughs> right like eternals like there was a lot of firepower and talent in that that's a top tier movie film they they don't feel like they maybe felt it was more of a risky movie but it was still a movie and a good story and so and a pattern that i see here is like maybe eh, to me i feel like you see some people of color you see women-led stuff that Mm -hmm. is on disney plus as a tv show which I think is good i need to say that out loud like i think having i think everything miss marvel did in that show i actually think is is really impressive and i'm surprised that it doesn't get more buzz but like miss marvel does so many things right and it it, it's just it's good she hulk is doing the same thing yeah and to me, what it feels like is eh, I don't know if the world's ready for like a She-Hulk movie or like we're ready to make money or take the risk. Right. Like, I feel like that's what is being calculated into this. But like, well, we could do a TV show and like they could gauge it from there. And that so I feel like I, I like I feel like that's part of what is going on. Some stories are just better for for TV. WandaVision is that like I think WandaVision is just a better TV show than it would have been a movie. Hands down. I think Falcon and Winter Soldier, I I agree with Marcus 100%. It's taken me a year to get to this point, but I totally agree. Falcon and Winter Soldier would have been a better movie.
2: 100% a better movie. Um,
0: And we will talk about this in our roundup spectacular whenever we schedule it, but... I feel like, and then the special presentation is like, this is really out there. So like, we'll give you the money, but it's only an hour. So show us what you got. And I feel I like that that's, I, th- that's kind of the lens I'm looking at it through. That's a good
1: point
2: too. I think there's, the last thing I'll say is, I think Mark, Brian, you are, I agree. That's what's missing. I think the other part of it is, is I think in addition to the teams of like writers and creative folks that they have on the other end yeah. of it, is there are, there is an economist an, an accountant that they keep in like a back oh, yeah. room that they talk yes. to like oh we got to go talk to the people upstairs and they go talk to like rick and steve they're like hey <laughs> this movie is like should this be a movie a limited series <laughs> or it should be should it be like a special presentation and they have like a big abacus of like different characters yes. and they're like Special presentation because yeah. that's what they can like that's yes. the cost benefit analysis that they're doing. So yes, they're what run- they're agree. Rick and Steve in the closet, they're running the numbers. Like they <laughs> they, they the know closet. what they're doing.
0: And I think the, the last thing I'll say here too is like I also understand that Disney Plus as a model, they, they yeah. survive on having this weekly content. So mm-hmm. like they also may look at something like Armor Wars and they're like, This is a good idea. You know, it'd be better though if we kept people on Disney Plus and maybe that conversation yeah, was that's added. True too. Don Cheadle was like, No, this is a movie. Like, let me have a movie and well you know, my you know, theory I don't is know
1: they fucked the, up they fucked the up Blade and Armor Wars is replacing the hype behind Blade. I mean, I could see that, and so I, I, I think yeah. I agree with that statement. What you just said, and the whole status thing, Brian. Absolutely, I do think. I, I, and, and I don't know. This is just true. a vibe. Yeah. Oh no, we know, we all don't know. No, they could just pop up with some <laughs> bullshit tomorrow. Because I also think World War Hulk, whenever they get the opportunity to do it, when the rights come over, oh, will man. be a series as opposed to a movie. Because yeah, it's it that story may be easier to tell over episodes well, than it is to squeeze in an hour. But Thunderbolt somehow is a movie
0: well Uh, i don't know
1: (sighs) but if you think about it though like it's
0: kind of one of the reasons why we don't really see some of those heavier hitters like i don't think spider-man will ever be a series i don't think it'll ever be a live action series on disney plus because they you know so i feel like that is kind of some of the calculation um so i I don't know well
2: and and remember we can do so much more research than we could before like we can type in a keyword True, Spider Man into an SEO search (laughs) and see how many people globally are trying to get Spider Man content, and they could simply look at it and say, if the numbers over ten billion, we can do the numbers about how many of those folks have access to a theater and who will pay for a ticket. We can run the numbers before we even start. I would love to talk to someone from Disney or from (laughs) from from any major studio (laughs) on the like the the cost benefit, like how do you decide to green light a movie? Like I want yes. to know personally, what are you looking at? Is it, is it the long term impact of all of it? Is it, what, what are we looking in, at in terms of return on investment? That's getting you to say yes to this, but no to this. How do we get the scorpion King, which I hate, but we also get rogue one, which I love. Like how yes. do we how do we yes. get both of those things? <laughs> because you're looking at the same thing. <laughs> how did we do that? And rant uh, <laughs> Just end hey, cut it um, but we have a whole other movie to get to. And so we watched. Uh, thank you all. That was a great discussion. On yes, Werewolf by Werewolf Midnight. Midnight on Disney Plus. Absolutely, uh, absolutely check it out. That's my recommendation. It's worth your yeah, it fifty-two like minutes. Yeah. Um. Go, but
1: go, 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 go.
2: <laughs> I don't know what that is, but we're gonna <laughs> we're gonna try to move past it. uh i can't is that the thing you were talking about earlier this
1: is hip-hop harry yeah this is hip-hop harry y'all before we move on to enter galactic uh, uh, we
0: spoke about hip-hop harry which i thought was a joke and then marcus told me it was real and it is a children's program
1: it is a children's program see roman Myers is hip to hip-hop harry See, y'all are out of the goddamn loop. We
2: are out of the loop. Okay.
1: Out of the loop. Anyway. Um, But we watched
2: (laughs) Intergalactic on Netflix. Yeah, we did. And I am going to call an audible. And instead of Marcus doing the barbershop summary, I would like Brian to do the barbershop summary for (laughs) (laughs) Intergalactic.
1: Okay. So Brian,
2: um, like Kirk Cousins with four minutes <laughs> left in the fourth quarter. Give us your summary for Intergalactic. Hello,
0: everybody. The whitest guy you know is gonna do like <laughs> a did. barbershop. What a fucking summary twist. <laughs> for the black rom com on Netflix. Okay. Cool. Yeah. Cool, 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 yeah. Cool, cool, cool. yeah. I am not yeah, prepared yeah. for this, yeah, yeah, so yeah, I'm gonna yeah. wing it. That's and fine. That's, everyone's, that's gonna gonna fine. To that everyone's gonna Douglas be fine. i have just saying, Douglas. If this goes fine. wrong, yeah. uh, okay. Well, let's begin. Intergalactic uh, starts with our, our the person we're gonna follow the whole time. Jabari. He's an artist. He's got a new pad. He's got this neighbor, and she's really pretty, and she's really nice, and she's really smart. And while you know, our Jabari's trying to figure out how he feels about her. He's got this ex and her name's Carmen and she's she's just she's bad news. We've all we all know this person. We all have this ex in our life. Uh we Orchestra. know they're bad news. We know nothing good can come of it but their phone their phone number's still on our phone. We don't know why. And Jabari continues on this journey. He's got some friends voiced by Timothy Chalamet and Ty <laughs> Dolla Sign. They have adventures.
1: Pretty boy Paul. Uh, Pretty boy Paul
0: is back. Pretty boy, Paul, uh, from our Dune episode. <laughs> go go listen to our Dune episode. That's where that originated for <laughs> Timothy Chalamet, who we now call Pretty Boy Paul. Uh, I'm That's ruining boy. this barbershop summary. That's anyway, fine. you're, you're, you're keep persevering.
2: Look, you're Jabari
0: great. and Meadow, uh, his neighbor, you know what? They find out that they really like each other, and you get to see their beautiful journey and their relationship. They hit a rough patch. I don't know. It's kind of like the it, they hit a rough patch, but they they love finds a way and there's some beautiful visuals there you go there's your barbershop quartet I don't know if I it, <laughs> you know what i'm gonna
1: be right? honest
2: with you that's really good yeah. brian i'm impressed
1: for, for, for call
2: it an audible you did great uh,
1: you did great brian <laughs> i think that that's very interesting um but i would like to hear doug's impression first impressions on this yes. movie intergalactic how'd you like it doug Here's what I'll say. Where's I, this? I, where we? Where Where do you watch this movie, Doug? Well, because I, I want here's it. okay. Hold on, let me set. I mean, besides Netflix, place. here we go. Right here's here's how, here's how I want to do it. This movie, I ain't going to be the black in films in black and white as I all. I love am, that. Okay, I, someone has to be. And Doug did not care for this movie, so we're going to walk through this, and I am nice. going to help connect the dots if I can to build understanding and celebration around this movie.
2: I do want to do really quick uh cast because I, okay. I want to make sure. let do it. it. Let's so, ahead. Kid Cudi voices Jabari. So, if you didn't pick up on this yet, this is a animated movie. So, these are all voices. Um So, Kid yes. Cudi voices Jabari. Jessica Williams voices Meadow. Lauren Har- Laura Harrier voices Carmen. Ty Dolla Sign, as Bri- as Brian mentioned, uh plays Kai. Pretty Boy Paul, aka Timothy Chalamet, plays Jimmy. Um, Vanessa Hudgens plays Karina. Um, Christopher Abbott plays Reed, and Keith David, love me some Keith David, Keith. Um, plays Mr. Rager. Um, also, Macaulay Culkin is in this. He plays Downtown yep. Pat. That's yep. fun he for everyone this. to know. Um, Jaden Smith plays Jordan. He's in this as well. I was on um, that as well. So and Luis Guzman is in this, too. That's fun. Yeah. But that is the cast. So let's talk about uh, how I watched this and my impressions (laughs) of it. So first of all, I asked my wife if she wanted to watch it and we watched the trailer. And then I said this was a Brian pick. And she said, maybe you should watch this by yourself.
0: Thanks, Brittany. (laughs) (laughs)
2: Goddamn.
1: What? What?
2: Love you, Brittany. Brittany. Brittany loves Brian. (laughs) <laughs> um, but I think Britney has acknowledged that her and Brian's movies taste could not and be more diametric. This opposed. had to be you after fresh.
1: You know what? I, I think that this was after fresh. Pre
2: fresh, she would have given it yeah. this one a oh, shot, yeah. but Brittany, she was, it was she fresh. If, she you listen, if fresh. you're
0: listening, I, I, okay, all right, I respect, I respect yeah. that. Fresh was yeah. go
2: listen yeah, to fresh, it was
1: fresh an acquired really taste.
2: <laughs> um, and she also, but she also said that, like, if you guys had a video store, I don't think I'd go to that video store. So she said that about everybody. So, damn. <laughs> God, damn. So I love my wife, but just real talk. She said, if you had a video store, I don't know if I'd go. Oh, um, man. Smoke. Okay. So, wow. anyway, I watched this by myself downstairs, God, and damn. my first impressions of this. <laughs>
1: We need to to spend a minute minute. because there is no. (laughs) I feel like we have really good taste in movies. It's not our fault that the algorithm is requesting us to review these movies. That's true. That's a very fair point. I mean, I was excited
0: about Fresh, but you know what? I get it. That is not everybody's cup of tea. It was a horror film that yeah, was yeah, really man. wicked. I
1: what get What does it. that say about it
2: Let me finish this story really fast. <laughs> oh, sorry. So, sorry no. We were watching. I watched the trailer. And I said, showed her to Brian. I was like, do you have any interest? And she was like, oh, no. And I said, <laughs> and then I said, Brian picked it. And I, she goes, oh, okay. Then absolutely.
0: <laughs> nice backdoor.
2: Okay. And then she also says, and then she also Damn. says, you know what you guys should do? She goes, you guys should create like a graphic where, you know, like at video stores, they had like the clerks would have picks. It's so like, this is a Marcus pick. This is a Brian pick. This oh, is a Doug yep. pick. You should yep. do that for marketing. I was like. Oh, well, it's a really good idea, like a video store. She goes, I'm not sure I'd go to that video <laughs> store. <laughs> so she's both supporting the pod with marketing sure. ideas, but you know also what? true to my wife and the reason why I love her. She is honest. Hey, honest. So anyway, I watched this movie and first off, I had a, I, I, I really enjoyed the visuals. I want to start watch positive because I yeah, don't like starting, it. I don't like starting negatively. Yes, I really enjoyed the visuals. Yes, like this movie is pretty like it yeah. is very, very pretty like it's well done. I thought the music in the background, I liked every single piece of this movie up into for some reason. I had a hard time connecting with the story and I don't hmm. know what it is. I don't know. I don't know if the the love element it is, is there. Maybe it's been a long time since I've dated, but like it is just I was like is this what dating is like in modern times? I hate this. Like, it's just, there were portions of it with the modern story. Like that piece of it was the part I had a hard time connecting to. I also found that there, I was like, but I feel like, I just feel like I had seen it before too. Like in other movies of like guy meets girl, they date insert random, like either he can't get over it. She can't get over it. They come together. end. like, and so I feel like I'd seen it before, so I have nothing but positive things to say about literally every single piece of this movie. It's just I, for me, had a hard time connecting with the story, and that's 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 been my experience. Gentlemen, you you, you have
0: (laughs) described romantic comedies.
2: I have. (laughs) (laughs) That's fair. And so maybe they're not for me. Maybe they're not I mean, for me. Let me just
0: let me just say, let me just ask this like, do you do you have a favorite romantic comedy?
2: I have one, I have two movies that I like that are like romance uh, oriented that okay. I thoroughly enjoy. The okay. first is uh Punch Drunk Love, uh, okay. with Adam Sandler, it's a okay. uh, Paul Thomas Anderson movie, it's weird, and so it's not your like traditional love story, so there's that. Um, and then my other favorite like love story is i'll add one extra one um is high fidelity i really okay. love high fidelity okay. high fidelity is amazing i love the story of like the five like ex-girlfriends his five horse his top five worst breakups i love the all the music associated with it okay like i just really like that that movie and then my last one is i also really like chasing amy those are my three
0: okay so there's they are non traditional
2: Those are non-traditional there, a, romantic
0: a patterns. Pattern here. Yes. Um, What's that, Marcus?
1: Oh, we're they're very white movies. Um, and I think that that is where there is a disconnect. That's when possible it comes to this movie because I I think a lot of it. There's inter. There's an intersection here for me for sure. For sure. Of how I viewed this. Yes. One was as a quote unquote artist or a creative. That's yes. one for sure. Because them two, <clears throat> she was all, his. Um, Meadow, Meadow was also a creative. She was a photographer and he was yep. an artist in a different type of sense. There mm-hmm. is a type of connection there that happens with For sure. artists and creatives that creatives like to be understood and other creatives understand creatives. I've seen yes. that before. Right. The other thing is the black aspect of this, because I think yeah. that just how you communicate love and how you how do you manage that in this. And I do think that it is a younger this is the dating world that we live in component sure. to it like heavily because I would agree yeah. Hitting your ex in the DMs. I did a video about it on TikTok. I saw that hitting hilarious. your ex in the DMs and like all that kind of stuff, the late night thoughts and running into them and whatever the case may be. Because if we're being honest, Carmen was not toxic. She just she did everything. He he introduced that. He went out to drinks. They went out. Yep. They, they enjoyed yep. each other's company. Right. He then was dressed and ready to go when... Now, did she move a little bit fast, inviting to the niece's uh, uh Christian yeah. and all that other stuff? Absolutely. But she didn't do anything extremely toxic because no. he told her, um, I'm not ready for anybody. So how right. was she supposed to know that that is when she sent that picture, he was with somebody after he told yeah. her that? So yeah. I didn't consider it toxic, but that is part of the dating world. The whole movie... Having these glimpses of this dating app, which is close to Tinder, Bumble and all this other stuff like that, like that is the reality that that I live in constantly as a young person who is dating. Like, no, you don't want to fuck your neighbor because (laughs) that could fuck shit up like (laughs) as somebody like you like it's just like these are thoughts that like that have you don't want to fuck somebody close to you like that is like that was a neighbor in a in a in like the physical form. Right. But you don't want to fuck somebody close to you because then that'll fuck up the whole thing. And like like yeah. all of these voices and smoking and the creatives and like this whole and going into the workplace, hearing from the other person of color at the workplace. No, don't Ooh. do this. You want to do it this way. That is something that happens a lot of time. Like sure. when you are the token in the place and it's like there's not a lot of us here. So you feel like you are going to worry that you're not hitting these things. All of that combined was something that I personally related to, I sure. guess, maybe as a younger person. Yeah. Right. Yeah.
2: I, I, um, so
1: I can, I, but I, so I can understand how it could be missed by an audience. I think that the audience for this was very niche.
0: I mean, like I, Doug and I are closer in age, and we're on the older side of this. Like I never, I never had to like I never had to do an app to date. Like yeah. I, I was just before that. Like very close to it, but I, I never I never had to do that. So whenever these stories are told, I'm always like, I, I can't relate to it, but I always listen because it's like, it's an entirely different world than I ever had to navigate to find my mm-hmm. partner. And like, I, I, they even touch on it. I mean, there's kind of like, it's a, it's happening in the background. Like the app everybody's using is like, it's acknowledged it's bad. Mm-hmm. Um, like there's oh, billboards yeah. and the end of the movie talking about how the app stole everybody's information.
1: Which mm-hmm. um, I think is- scary but accurate but yeah
2: well and
0: i feel like it it, it's i like enter galactic for trying to kind of like not i'm not gonna say like totally like shake up the formula of a romantic comedy but trying to like say something Mm -hmm. with the formula of a romantic comedy of just like Hey, like sometimes you need to take a risk. Like sometimes you need to take a risk of like, hey, this isn't a good idea, but this is the way I feel. And mm-hmm. seeing how that plays out. Um, and I that's something I really enjoyed about it, even though I couldn't really connect. I'm not gonna say connect, but I like I was listening to all the online dating stuff, and I liked how. I liked how it was visualized. Like Doug already talked about this, but like, Oh yeah. One of the things, and I'll just, I, I was saving this piece for later, but I'll just say it here. I've seen so many romantic comedies. that Cause I enjoy them and I watch them with Maggie and like, I've seen so many where it's like, I know, I know the parts that are going to come next and what you need and the thing yeah. they're not going to talk about or the misunderstanding and we're going to get over it and it's going to mm-hmm. be fine. Whatever. What I liked about this though, was that I, the visualizations of like, Falling for someone, being infatuated with someone, falling in love with somebody. That was all beautifully done through the Spider-Man engine. I don't know how else to say it, but it looks yeah, like I the mean, same yeah. animation the engine yeah. for into the Spider-Verse. And that was beautifully done with all of the cosmic effects with it. That is that is what like really drew me into this movie, and what one of the reasons I really enjoyed it. And I thought that was amazing.
1: Yeah. It's it's also a very kid cutty movie, right? So if you you hear the soundtrack. Yeah. And this, this seems like the movie is either based around the soundtrack or vice versa. Um, the smoking, the art feel, yes. all of that is very Kid Cudi. Ty Dollazan is also one of the other voices in this, yeah. and so it, it is a lot of his mind. Mr. Rager is what um, Kit Cudi used to call himself. In the music, like that's what I, song, was, I like, feel like.
0: I've listened to songs with Mr. Yeah. Rager referenced yeah. or something.
1: Literally had a song like, Hey, Mr. Rager, what's your story? Tell me what's your story. Like, that is very, this movie is very Kit Kat ish. Okay. Yeah. The- what? I'm
2: trying to, I'm trying to, like, <laughs> I, I, I want to make sure that everybody knows that, like, I appreciate <laughs> sincerely. <laughs> let me, let me. Let me let, let excuse me while I peddle this back a minute. I I appreciate the like the cultural exploration of like different traditions, standards, expectations, societal norms, and etc. Around dating. Because I've only dated people who are of my race. So like, I don't know what it's like to be a black person dating.
1: No, 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 no. no. There's no need to apologize. I'm, only no, that I'm not apologizing.
2: I'm just saying I appreciate no, that this show me something no I need, haven't seen before.
1: There's no need for that either because I know, we know <laughs> what you say about it. People listen to this podcast. What okay. I'm saying is there is a lot of, okay. you said it at the beginning when you were saying you didn't know if you just didn't understand the dating component because yeah. you haven't dated in a while. I think that also what I'm what I'm saying is it's. Not, I just made a joke about the movies are white, but honestly, rom coms are very white. And oh, absolutely, one hundred percent. The reason that I love Creed, part of the reason that I love Creed is the love story that you get yeah. between him and his girlfriend. It's like that. It was real. It like this whole interaction it, at its base was she got a picture in the middle of the night, um, and it wasn't like yeah. he was cheating. He didn't do anything wrong, so it wasn't really nothing to overcome. Right. But I like that it was so simple and that they still desired each other. It wasn't this big thing that was like a whole nother 45 yep. minutes of something that they had to yep. resolve. Like I yes. like that. But what I really wanted to say is this movie for me hits because of the intersectionality of it all. Like it's like right in the middle it's it's a Time period piece when it comes to dating. Yeah, it also yeah. is talking about the cultural difference when it comes to dating because you hear it in the conversations of like, you ain't never thought about dating what was his name, Peter or something like that. And she was like, no. And she was like, so you just don't date any white man? She was like, no. And she was like, why? And she was like, oppression. And like, I felt yep. like that was a whole nother yep. layer. Yeah. Your yep. sister dropping the bomb about love of like, mm-hmm. love can happen on accident, but when you do it on purpose, that's when you're making a decision. And it's, yes. it's like that was my favorite intersectionality moment. of. All of yeah. these things, and then you look at the art and how people perceive it. Because in my mind, as somebody who finds it hard, believe it or not, to put words to the way that I'm thinking or processing things sure. or planning things, what to see it in color when they're in the sexual lust of this oh, is how. Yeah. Went. Okay, I'll just say when I was in a relationship, my long-term relationship, that was exactly how I felt. Oh, Everything sure. that they put on the yeah. fucking screen, yeah, that was me all day of this infatuation, this love, this, yeah. I got to yeah. play it cool at this moment. But when I'm by myself, <laughs> I'm thinking about you, like for me, I guess maybe that's where it related a little bit more.
2: That's a hundred
1: percent. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. I, just, so I just connected with it with a little bit differently.
2: And those moments are moments that, especially the part at the end that you mentioned, like, I think the payoff for this movie is in the last like 10, 15 minutes. Oh, and yeah. it's, yeah. it's and, and it's not, yeah. The minute that I had any, the the minute, even though I maybe had like some doubts and had a hard time connecting the minute that she said, you know, love happens on accidents when you do it on purpose is when it matters. I was like, fuck, like anybody can relate to that. I've been married for 11 years. (laughs) If I'm not doing it on purpose, this, this marriage would have ended quite some time ago. Like (laughs) it, 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 you have to do things like that on purpose because you're absolutely right. Like, you know, and I think that that's the piece of it that, that isn't a fantastic Message. I- I'm also one of those people that's probably sick when it comes to my romantic comedies. I like to watch people like suffer. Like I like to watch <laughs> the man. I I my favorite part of like m- romantic ro- movies that have like a romantic flair or there's a love interest is when that dude is just sitting there like fuck. Like he is just fucking miserable. Like he's like I want this person. I can't have this person. Ugh. Like I want the world against him. <laughs> <Jesus>. <laughs> <laughs> and, and because here's the reason because to me in my head and maybe this comes from maybe watching or my own personal story when it comes to romance is i like when you have to fight for it like i like that when you have to for lack of a better phrase earn it and so when the world seems stacked against you that payoff on the other side is that payoff on the other side is so much more like for me, it's like, yeah, you went through this and this, and then there was a dragon involved. And then like, that's, (laughs) that's how you got there. And so when she broke up with him, because like, he didn't even do anything wrong. I was like, why? Like, (laughs) how can you
1: not see this? Like, this is stupid. Like, this (laughs) is a dumb reason to fight. Like, but it's the, but she, she like, didn't have it I understand what you're saying too as yeah, well yeah I, and I absolutely get that and that's that's accurate but also that is also <laughs> the world that we just live in right now you know what I mean I like oh yeah it's the little things social media runs everything and if you've yeah. been hurt before I could imagine being her laying there seeing that picture pop up thinking oh well did you go over there because I thought it was done when she asked him well did you go over there and he was like yeah I did go over there but he didn't feel the need to explain yeah I went over yeah. there to Get a rat out of the house. I thought that that was dumb, but sometimes it is that, though. That's and fair. it seems so silly, I mean, but we live in a world where it just it's that. Yeah, I, where I the got- the ex was an ex for a reason until he got a job and became like was about to get his character made into. Like a comic book. That's when yeah. her eyes lit up, and yeah. that's when she yeah. wanted to catch up and get drinks. Like that. And his don't his so friends lovely. say
0: that too? Like right and at the beginning. Call, too? Yeah, like, they call it hey, right, so right away.
2: Yeah. Oh, now you have money, and she wants to get back to. She wants to yeah. talk to you again. Yep. I, yeah. I will say it's nice to know that both of my best friends understand when I say I want them to be miserable and Marcus doesn't miss a beat. And he goes like, Oh no, that makes sense. Like that, yeah, no. like, <laughs> like, does doesn't even like feel like yeah. we need to unpack it. He's yeah. like, Oh no, that no. tracks good for you. Anyway, <laughs> yeah. the movie, like, it's, I just it's you said it and moments. immediately,
1: and, and if, you said it and immediately I understood the disconnect. Cause I was like, you know what? There isn't enough. A rom-com is centered around, okay, but how are we going to fuck them up? So Like, Meet the Fockers yes. is so chaotic, right? Yes. But one of my yes. favorite rom-coms because of how creative they get with fucking this guy up so much for the baseline to be, yeah, we're going to stay together. Yeah. Like, yeah. I get, I yes. absolutely get it. Absolutely well, it's get it. one of the reasons
0: I, not to, whatever. It's one of the reasons I liked Crazy Rich Asians. Uh, mm-hmm. Like, I felt yeah. like Crazy Rich Asians did this thing where, it gave more agency to the female lead. I feel like it gave more agency to Constance sure. Wu and like, however you want to phrase that. Um, I I liked that. I liked that part um when yeah, we're talking about too. like rom-coms. And I do feel like for this story for intergalactic, I do feel like, you know, it was, it was one of those things of like, did you go over to your exes? And he's like, Oh yeah. And it was just like, dude, uh, yeah. dude, dude, what are you doing? At the same time though, uh, as someone that has been in a long-term relationship i haven't had that conversation but i've had conversations where it's like yep did this thing don't think a thing about it and then yeah. like two days a day later someone's like you know like <laughs> my, my wife will be like hey so like you said this thing and it was like kind of off and like it was kind of weird like did you know you said it that way mm-hmm. or did you know you said it like this and i'd be like nope, had no idea because I'm a lunkhead and I don't think about how I say things.
2: So I related yeah. to that. Or just the stuff that 100%. you don't think is a big deal. Like, yeah, real talk. Honestly, I've been yeah. married 11 years. I have two kids. There's <laughs> shit that happens all the time. <laughs> all the time. That I'm like, no one will be mad about this. Any reasonable person <laughs> would have chosen that course of action. And then I turn out oh, no, that is a no. thing that you needed to tell somebody. No. Like, it, it yes. it's a, <laughs> it's a yes. real yeah. thing.
1: Like, yeah. yeah, it's, yeah. And everybody, here's the part in films of black and white that we love the most, right? 100%. there is It's the three different perceptions, right? I am a single black man yes. who, basically, I ain't got to report to nobody when I'm leaving my house or when I'm coming home. I'll come home at two in the morning anymore. Now, when I was in a relationship, that was a little bit, that was obviously extremely different because I am the type of person that feels the need to over communicate because I do dumb shit, say dumb shit all the time because I am very off script. And Doug knows it better than anybody. I'm so <laughs> fucking off script that I probably should pre-plan some of the shit I be saying, but I am so fucking wing it sometimes that it is, it's detrimental to Certain situations. So I, I get that too, as well. Yeah. Mar-
2: Mar- Marcus is the type of dude that's like, no, it's just the feeling I had in that moment. And I'm like, I'm
1: Literally. sorry. Like, what? Like, <laughs> we'll be in an arena or a stadium filled with people on a microphone, and I will do whatever it is I feel like is the read the room moment. Right. Not on the script, not on the thing. And then people afterwards was like, man, I'm glad that worked. Because if <laughs> it didn't, <laughs> if it didn't, uh, we so would have been in dude, trouble. That would have all hell would have broken yeah. Loose. yeah. So yeah. It, it,
2: I want to bring this, I want to bring this home. Um <laughs> exactly. and I want to bring it back to the movie. All right. I do want to tell folks though that although I had a hard time again, we've said this before. This is how I experienced it. Mm -hmm. Marcus experienced his way. Brian did his way as well. Mm -hmm. I can still sit here and objectively say this movie is entertaining. Like it's, it's, it's a fun, it's a, it's well done. The visuals are awesome. The music is a vibe. Like all of it is really well done. So if you're the type of person who does like romantic comedies, and if you are the type of person that maybe is it, just if you like those type of things you'll be able to like relate to it it's there and you'll be able to enjoy it it's an incredible value add for Netflix I think this is awesome that Netflix yes. did it so I still think that you should give it a chance and watch it because you might find out that you like it and if you don't hey you learn something new about yourself I mm-hmm. I this is not a like Doug doesn't like it don't watch it this is a I didn't connect but that doesn't mean it's not good
0: no that's I feel like that's a good Thing to say as a movie critic you can recognize something is good and it's maybe not like it doesn't yeah. align with you 100 like sure. I, I totally vibe with that and I I I think the the thing I want to piggyback off of that and then I have one random thing and I, I promise it relates to the movie um the one okay. thing I want to piggyback is that I I like this movie because if you're if you're in a date night mood or or whatever, yeah this this like i've said before it just it just kind of breaks that mold like it's not your typical jennifer lopez rom-com movie that you've seen a million times like this is something different from a different perspective that you're gonna to me you're gonna enjoy it's gonna be something different so um yeah i just wanted to say that my random thing is that i was blown away that vanessa hudgens like was a good Supporter, supporting actress in this, like, not. I that am I not
1: surprised a... by this because <laughs> nothing. I think she's a bad not Let us down. Okay? No, nothing. My I think wife she is... does not let us down since <laughs> Look, High School Musical. She has been around and has sir. been a talented, beautiful queen. Okay, sir, please. And I knew from Marcus. From don't jump, make me put
2: you on mute. I don't
0: <laughs> do not mistake my intent dear sir it. i i do not mean to slight your honor and her behalf i don't know yeah, i'm right. trying to be fancy here put the sword away. thank you kind sir uh mm-hmm. no but like i didn't even know it was vanessa hudgens until halfway through the movie and i'm like wow she's like really killing it at being yeah. like professional best friend in this mm-hmm. movie like her act, her like her performance is like good like i did not expect her to have a good best friend in rom-com performance. Anyway, that was something I enjoyed I didn't think I would enjoy in this movie.
1: That just kind of surprised me. I think the casting was great. Um, yes. I think he did good. Even Ty Dolla who I know voice acting can be hard. It's hard not to sound like yourself when voice acting. But um, even Ty Dolla I think he did a good job. I, mean, I think the music fit with the yeah. theme of this of this movie. Um, I love that the leads are black. I, excuse yes. me. Obviously, the animation style. Is incredible um i wanted to tell a story because i I put i put in the chat oh yeah um i put in the chat that i was high while watching this i wasn't actually high i felt i was just trying to make a joke on how i caught a contact but i did want to inform you gentlemen that i went to uh um i went to a pop-up shop right here in vermilion and it was a marijuana medical card pop up shop. I want to let you gentlemen know that I am now an official owner of a medical marijuana card in the state of South Dakota. Lincoln <laughs> okay. Cuz I went to go Okay. okay. just okay. to ask questions. Okay, okay. cool, cool. cool. <laughs> <laughs> I went just to ask questions, right? okay? And I okay. was like, "Well, what's the process and blah blah, blah blah blah." She was a real nice lady and she's a nurse practitioner. And so okay. it was like all official because my black ass was like, okay, number one, is this legal? Number two, Wait. if this goes wrong, what happens? And she was like, if anything goes wrong, blah 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 blah, blah nothing. Once I give it to you, it, it, they can't be reversed. So I went in just to ask questions and left with as an official card holder. Hey, look at of you, medical Whoa. marijuana.
0: You know what, as it should be, because uh, I'm just going to say this PSA, the reason marijuana has a stigma that it does, because William Randolph Hearst, back in the 1930s, found out that if he could, pr- he was a big journalism guy, mm-hmm. and he found out that if you could uh, have hemp, which was cheaper to produce, to write your stuff on, uh, no one would buy paper, like, like paper papers, like, like newspapers. newspapers, so he played a really big hand in trying to you know make sure it wasn't legal so he could have all the newspaper profits for himself so anyway little little thing what? there. So Brian, like, you are great.
1: incredible. That was incredible. <laughs> oh, <laughs> that man. was amazing.
0: I, I did a I deep love this drive. fucking he podcast. Was, no, man. he was he was part of this. This this wasn't a thing until until it impacted somebody's profit. Lo and behold. So Weird. like yeah, like get your cards, folks. Like don't don't let a a, a, a journalism magnet from the nineteen thirties prevent you from doing something.
2: Oh also, I would also like to say uh Marcus, I'm very happy mm-hmm. for you. Um Thanks. Maybe don't go to nope or like get out or something like that again. Because if I remember your experience driving you back from uh, <laughs> driving you back off the Delta nope. Nine, oh, well,
1: yeah, I mean, look, yeah, your body yeah. do what you got to do, <laughs> but I we, we got to be careful. What is this podcast if not taken to the next level while That's I'm high tr- watching I mean, a horror
2: movie? I will say this this movie would have been
1: incredible high. I feel like it was made for that. <laughs> I, feel I mean, like also another have. reason why you maybe there may have been a disconnect because That's everybody just wasn't point. blazing while watching this. Movie. I mean, if point.
0: this was a movie that I was going to, it, 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 it would, would have be been this movie. movie and it was like halfway through. I was like, yeah, okay. You so like, like when they made this, they kind of expected you to, to like be smoking something. Okay. All right. Oh, yeah. Now I know. Yeah. Now oh, I know. Yeah. There
2: you go. Yeah. All right. So, that is a fun fact. I'm glad you told us that. That's fun. Well, you know, that was, that was just, great, Brian. That's that great. Yeah, um, I
0: mean, yeah. Go go research it yourself. Like like obviously like go, go Google it. Go learn about William Randolph Hearst. He was a, a big part of making cannabis legal. So yeah, it's ridiculous. Anyway, that's all.
2: Awesome. Anything else you all would like to say about intergalactic? Go
1: watch them. Go watch both. <laughs> yeah. We're not missing anything. The, the, here's the thing like Doug said earlier, it, <clears throat> the reviews don't really mean much. They're still good movies to watch. We have to pick them apart like that because we're a podcast. I still enjoyed it. And nine times out of ten, I'm probably gonna rewatch both. Um, because I feel like I missed some stuff, but both are gonna get rewatched.
2: Well, and the other Pretty. thing I'll say is is that like again, this is we want to tell you how it is for like as an average movie goer like i don't want to go into a movie being to expect to either like and i feel like that's kind of like the extreme with reviews these days it's like oh it's dog shit i hated it mm-hmm. or it's like mm-hmm. this
1: is the best movie ever <laughs> well in between.
2: you could objectively say like something is both well done but not for you that's good to know going into it because it might pique enough curiosity because this happens to me all the time somebody's like ooh, i did not like it i mean it's well done but i didn't like it there's a yep. part of me that's like well, it's well done. Like I'll at least check it out. Or if they're like, Hey, it's really good. It's terrible, but it's really good. I'm still going to watch it. So I think it's, it's varying shades of gray in this black and white world that we live. So I appreciate that hundred percent. So that's,
0: that's what you can expect here at films in black and white. We're trying to have that
2: nuance discussion. And Doug, I'm,
0: I'm right there with you. Music biopics. If we ever review one here, I, they're not always my jam because it's like it's the same thing every time i don't i, mean, I don't get yeah, it but you know it's fine so but yeah like you you can i i i back you up i'm happy we talked about intergalactic because yes sure. i was excited to to watch this movie
2: absolutely gentlemen anything that you all would like to plug this week uh...
0: <laughs>
1: Somebody say something. <laughs> I will. I will.
0: Lifestyle recipe, uh, <laughs> any type of uh, needs there. Uh, you can go check out thelovenerds.com, dot scom And, yeah, go check it out. My wife runs the site.
2: Fantastic. Thanks for sharing, yeah. Brian. Thanks for jumping in. I will, I will go ahead, Marcus.
1: You got it. You're, we, well, we, we want to, uh, we want to encourage you all here at Noah to follow the mantra, never offended, always humble how can you follow the mantra listen to the music i write a a in-depth description and manual within the music of how to follow the mantra also buy yourself some merch because once you listen to the in-depth manual that is embedded into the music you want to be able to remind yourself on a daily basis when you look in the mirror doing whatever you are doing on a regular basis to follow the mantra and the mantra is never offended always humble you dig
2: fantastic
1: uh, and lastly I want to
2: plug this podcast so mm-hmm. uh, continue to give us a listen as I said at the beginning the best way to help us out is to share us with a friend or to leave us a review but if you're feeling like you got a couple of other uh, couple of bucks sitting around and you want to throw them our way sign up for the Patreon patreon.com slash films in black and white sign up there and you can join in and participate and watch our shenanigans on a weekly basis via the live stream if you are at all curious You can also watch like previously recorded episodes of the podcast Mm -hmm. on YouTube. So go over to our YouTube page and you can check us out there. Uh, I'll put a link in the podcast description with uh, Noah stuff as well as the love nerds, as well as a link to our YouTube page. Um, So yeah, feel free to check those out. Uh, Gentlemen, Mm -hmm. we have a three step process to success. So Brian, please kick us off with this first step.
0: Hey, folks, uh, we're going to talk about reading a book, uh, but usually I have some like really catchy, zippy thing related to a book. And really, it's it's actually just go, do something for yourself, like read a book. If that's something you enjoy, go out, do that, go go read a book, go do something you enjoy. Life Life can be really hard and you can work really hard. So make sure you're taking time for yourself. If that's not reading a book, I guess that's fine. But reading a book is a great way to take care of yourself and focus on yourself.
2: Read a book. Brian, can I also say another reason why it's important to read a book? Um, It's important to read a book because (laughs) there are some historical facts and information that are sometimes (laughs) stored in those books that's important for you to note and for you to remember. And I really wish that a former governor of California would have read a book before he signed a visitor guide at in. So guess where Arnold Schwarzenegger (laughs) wrote the phrase, I'll be back. Go on. I, I don't. I don't. Go know. on. Guess I, he wrote it in the visitor log at Auschwitz because he didn't know what else to say. So, gentlemen, idiot. please read oh, a book. God. Any book. Just pick one. It doesn't have to be German history, but please read a book. Expand your mind so you can avoid faux pas like this. And I'm having a secondhand it. embarrassment. And uh, you don't write. I'll be. Is back. this recently? Yes. it oh, is. in God. fact. Recently, so. read read what you're signing. Read Please, what you're signing. Yeah, read read your shit, man. It's important that you do so. Um, Can we get actual politicians back? I would I would like to. I would be nice. Um, I will go next while you these two because I flabbergasted them with this information. <laughs> with our second step, which is. Drink some water. Uh, Look, y'all, it's important to stay hydrated. It helps you think. It helps your bones work. It helps your joints work. It helps everything work the way it needs to because we're mostly bags of water that, like, are surrounded, like, that have a bone structure to them. So just replenish your bag. uh, Get yourself some water and have a nice drink, and your body will thank you. And if you keep a happy body, everything else will work out just fine. So there
1: you go. Drink some water. I, I definitely thought you were gonna say it helps you bone better, but yeah, um, which is also <laughs> oh true. God. But I just I didn't know what I didn't know what was you happening. I just heard I water bones, but, which is not wrong, but I do feel as if it it's was very not. aggressive. But anyway, pretty hard ass. <laughs> That's it. Just wash your ass. Yeah, just do it. Okay. One of those just things. Wash you or don't you don't, don't want, want to be, be the, the werewolf by night. You don't want to be the man thing in your ass. Just. You can't have sex with your neighbor if you don't wash your ass.
2: Can't have sex with anybody if you don't wash your ass. That's true. That's a fair point. So, that does it for this week's episode of Films in Black and White. <laughs> yes. I want everyone to know that Roman this, po- this podcast started with Mar- with Roman saying yikes, and it finished yikes. with Roman <laughs> saying yikes. Good, blue level, full circle moment. That's the AKA. The AKA for this, this episode I is yikes. <laughs> Um, that does it for this week's episode of films of black and white. We will be back next week with another episode, but in the meantime, and in the between time, stay safe, stay healthy. We love y'all. We appreciate y'all. We'll catch y'all next week.